Hey everybody, this is Jeff Herring. I'm the host of the Content Profit Show. Welcome to our show. And we'll we'll date this in time and say, I hope you're having some great holidays. Uh, I am gonna, I was telling Elisa, I'm gonna do my absolute best not to cough while we're for these 20 minutes. Okay, we'll see how I do, but I'm just getting over some kind of I don't know, they're calling it the mystery coughing bug. It's not any of the bad stuff. I got checked for all that, but um, so I've got my I've got my um, cough drops right here. Um, every time I say the word cough drop, I'm reminded of my oldest son, Caleb, who's now 20. But when he was like 10, 11, 12, 9, 10, 11, 12, and we were doing NAMS conferences a lot, he would go for, go with me. And we'd be walking back up to the hotel room, like on the fifth or sixth floor of this. And it was an open kind of thing under the, the downstairs below. And, and he would lean over the edge and yell as loud as he could at the people down at the bottom, cough drop. I'm like, child, you know, I know better than to ask where he gets it from, but it's like, come on, dude. Um, anyway, our guest today is Elisa Ariel, and we've got some really cool stuff coming up. Before we get to the main event, tell you about what's coming up. Uh, our next show will be on Wednesday, and it's going to be at noon. I'm trying some different times. And that will be our last show for this year. We'll pick back up on January 2nd. And that's where we're going to three shows a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I'm going to kind of graduate the times, I'm thinking, um, Monday at 4, Wednesday at 2, um, Friday at noon. Um, I want to try that mostly because I like having Monday mornings and Friday afternoons off. So um, it, it's a good Good way to do stuff. All right. So let me bring on Miss Alicia. How are you? Hello. She is a self-love to soulmate coach who shows women how to heal their childhood trauma in order to attract and maintain soulmate level love for life. So welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Um, quickly, what 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 is what does soulmate level mean? I love that phrase. Well, usually what I find is that most people who think they're, they have a soulmate mm -hmm. connection, mm -hmm. it ends up being a wound, what I call a woundmate connection. Because what, what, they, what kind of mate did you call it? Woundmate. W-O-U-N-D? Yes, absolutely. Wow, I've never heard that before. Because what happens is we end up bringing any unhealed traumas, any unhealed wounding from our childhood, right. we bring it right into our sure. relationship. Sure. That's where it shows up. I mean, they're not left on the altar? Come on. Um, <laughs> the reason why I asked what you said, I made sure it was wound mate, because back when I was a, a relationship coach, I talked about soulmates, life mates, roommates, and cellmates um, being the worst. Yeah, I like that expression. Um, <laughs> Woundmate is a whole nother one because it's, you know, one set of wounds gets together with this other set of wounds and then they get to mix together. Jeez. Yeah, and essentially we end up recreating our childhood. And yeah. it's not fun. For those of us who've experienced a lot of childhood trauma, it ain't fun at all. And I promise you this, both those things you just said are true. I was a practicing marriage and family therapist when mm -hmm. I got married. And I figured I knew what I was doing. 
You know, I was doing the opposite of what I grew up with. Bull. Um, almost one day I woke up and I went, uh-oh, this feels too familiar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so cool. Um, and let's take a look at, um, at Elisa's content for the day. We'll bring this up with both of us here for a second. We come over here and make this larger for us because it's really good stuff and I don't want you to miss it. Um, all right. So, and then we'll go and take us out so that people can see better. I'm trying to get that tray away. There we go. Um, all right. Top three subconscious weight loss blockers and how to relate, release them and your excess weight. I love it. I love it. Um, like I said in the beginning, Elisa, what a great, what great timing. First of the year, new year, resolutions, all those kind of things. I have friends that, um, that run gyms and they love this time of year, you know, because the memberships increase, the parking lot's full. Okay. And then it's all over by February. Um, okay. This, I really love this and I want to highlight it for everybody. As a coach who successfully worked with clients on weight loss, Okay, I, I might change that to current to, to present tense works with. Um, but what you're doing there without saying, hi, I'm this great coach and I help people do this, you know, which sounds, you know, this is just kind of like a little little drop in there. little seed as a coach who has successfully worked with clients on weight loss. There you go. Well done. OK, so block number one. Tell us about block number one. I'm too sexy for my show. Well this one interestingly enough there is an overlap because this block this weight loss blocker i'm too sexy is also a blocker to dating and relationships mm -hmm. um, because mm -hmm. commonly women who have experienced any kind of sexual trauma in their childhood um, or have just been somehow made to feel uncomfortable in their body maybe People have made comments about their body um, and they just don't feel safe, you know, eliciting that kind of attention. And it will keep not only keep you from dating <laughs> and even getting into a relationship to begin with, but it will certainly block you from ever losing weight. Sure. You will oh, yeah. self-sabotage if it's not safe to be thin and sexy. I love it. Really, really well said. Okay, so block two, what do you mean? What happened last time? <clears throat> yeah, so usually my clients fall into one of two categories. Either they've struggled with weight loss issues their entire life, they've always been overweight, or something happened. There was an event that happened, and after that, that's when they started having the weight loss problems. They started putting on weight. So I always ask, you know, uh, what happened the last time you were at your ideal weight or were you ever, you know, to find out mm -hmm. what happened there? Because usually, again, it could be um, I had a client who she remembered the last time she had actually been down to her ideal weight. She had an experience where she thought she was going to be date raped um, because the man was making, you know, sexual advances that she was mm -hmm. not comfortable with. And unfortunately, she did not know how to really set a boundary. Right. And 
on, on an unconscious level, she decided it is not safe for me to look like this. Yeah, yeah, that, you know, with my background, that makes total sense. <clears throat> of folks I've worked with, it's, it's just amazing how that stuff gets in there. And, and you know what, I, I want to point this out to everybody too, whether you're listening live or on the replay. Um, this is a sign of somebody that knows their stuff because, right, I, I don't know what that is. It keeps popping up, but I got to get rid of it. Um, what happened last time? This is, this is pretty much what you just said in different words. And I was w watching along. Some of it was like an exact match. Other was just conversation. To me, that's the mark of an expert. You know, the, the stuff's going to come out, whether it's verbal, um, video, or, or text like this. So, yeah, you. Um, and then we've got blocker number three. What, what your authority figure and willpower? I get Absolutely. the willpower stuff, but what's the authority figure got to do with it? A lot of women struggle with self sabotage and lack of willpower. And what that what I have found that that really is when we really get into the unconscious uh, things that are going on, which I, I'm able to get to very quickly with the techniques that I use. Um, we find that whatever it is that you did with your parents or your caretakers when you were a child, um, if you, especially if you had very authoritarian parents who it's like, you know, it's my way or the highway and there was no negotiating with them. What you had to do as a child a lot of times is you might agree with what they're saying to their face, but then you would go behind their back and you would uh, in some way um, disobey them behind yep. their back. Yep. And the thing is, whatever pattern you started back then in your childhood, you are now programmed to keep doing it now. So now you are the authority figure. You're the one that's saying you've got to go on this diet. You've got to do this exercise program. So what do you think you're going to do? That the makes same thing. so much sense because I've had to do head work with um, abundance and money and mm -hmm. the work I did on it what we lifted out was my parents made fun of people that were anywhere above middle class yes. made fun of cut them down and everything and and an example is I think it was my first semester of grad school um my parents called one night and I was just starting to eat dinner at eight you know because that's when I was hungry um instead of the five or five thirty we always ate at and my dad goes, what do you think? You're some rich banker now eating dinner at eight. I'm like, okay, I, I see what's going on here. So yeah. yeah, it's powerful stuff. This, this is fantastic. Now let's talk about some of what we can do with it. We talked in the, in the pre-show a bit about um, a membership, right? Mm -hmm. um, that you've got um, in the works, right? You just got some things to add. Yeah, the bones are already there. I just need to upload the uh, material. Okay, excellent. And and as we mentioned earlier too, um, what we just looked at these three um, these three blocks. This would be an excellent um, pre work or get started here kind mm -hmm. of module, and because I mean this is so much of what you do. And if you can get somebody doing these, well, let me ask you, let me not say it. If you could get somebody 
in your membership doing these three things mm -hmm. or even one of these three things prior to getting involved, how much difference would that make? I think it would make a big difference for them to even just finally be aware that these are actually the things that are blocking them because yeah. these are absolutely unconscious. Most people have no idea that that's what's going on in the background. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. And so um, let's talk about some things that can, can lead up to the membership. In other words, uh, income streams and traffic streams. Now you've got a couple articles over at medium. Um, we can change that. Uh, and then see you, I'm having fun today. You may have noticed because I, I so get this world. Okay. Um, because I came out of this world. Uh, and of course, you, you know, once you use that stuff, you can't never stop using it. Um, it's always going to, you're always going to be aware of it. Um, and because of that, I, I, you really could help a lot of people or really will help a lot of people and help yourself by getting this out there in many forms. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, um, right here with a little bit extra added, there's a great mini book or ebook. Um, okay. Yeah. Just think about it. Somebody that's, especially this time of year, somebody that's interested in this, the top three subconscious weight loss blockers. And you know what you could put on the, on the cover is um, in parentheses and why it's not your fault. Yeah. That's another factor that's important for people to know that yep. if this is not your fault. However, yeah. the good news is I can help you change this. And, yes. it, and it does not take years of therapy. I have techniques that work super fast. I love it. I love it. I went some through some advanced training back in the nineties on change techniques and hypnotherapy and NLP and all that stuff. And um, word started getting out around town about what I was doing. And somebody, some family brought me and the two therapists before were real interested in this, like a, a nine year old kid with a, screaming um school phobia right years mm -hmm. of therapy for the parents for the kid um and you know he wasn't in school so it was fine to meet with him at 10 o'clock in the morning um and you know he, he he went back to school that day you know and everybody's looking at me like how did you do that and and inside i'm thinking well I don't, I know how I did it, but I'm, I, you know, I, I'm only half teasing about this. When I say, I remember thinking, I don't know how much I want to do it. Cause I mean, one session clients, you know, it doesn't fill your client load, but um, I'm teasing there. Um, the cool thing is they used to call it brief therapy. Remember that? Mm. Um, and I always thought, well, why does your underwear need therapy? But anyway, brief therapy would be rapid stuff. Get, let's, let's do this change now. Okay. Like uh, another story about it. I was thinking about this the other day. One, cause I'm not that big a guy. Okay. But one of the ways I won a lot of fights I got into when I couldn't avoid them was I didn't do this pushy, pushy play around stuff. I just walked in and 
my, my thing was to headlock somebody and start pounding, you know, and, and the heck with playing around, let's get down to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a weird analogy for helping people change, but you get the point. Um, all right. So back to our, back to our thing here. Um, so an ebook or a mini book, let's call it a mini book. We've all heard about ebooks. Um, would, would the three things we have in the article, are those three steps or three pillars that you take people through in changing? Um, actually, I have about eight weight loss blockers all together. Okay. I just wanted to make a shorter article. Um, so what I usually do is I sit down with a, with a potential client and I go through and we find out how many of these eight subconscious weight blockers they have so that they know wow. okay, here's what you need to deal with and here's how I can work with you to do that. I love it. And there's eight and you can, you can identify eight of them in the first session. Um, yeah, it's more of a discovery session where I'm just asking them, you know, knowing the right questions to ask will get me yes. the information that I need to know what I need to do to help them. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's so true. I worked with a, a family once and this really cool um, young lady in the family that had been to really great therapist in town and had been at the psych center admitted twice and she's fun and pretty and all this stuff. And it was like the end of the first or the beginning of the second, probably the beginning of the second, cause I didn't want to scare her off in the first was I just asked one question and you probably know what it was. Um, and uh, she started talking about it and I said, wait a minute, you've seen six people before me, three of them I think are good. And you've been in the psych center twice how come you've never talked about this yeah. nobody asked me before exactly <sighs> what i mean so yeah good good on you um so do you have any courses about this um i'm actually putting together my first course i pretty well know what the modules oh yeah that's already put together the okay. uh, the membership okay. site for that. Good, um, the signature course for, for this would be perfect. And the cool thing is about a third of the people that take a, a signature course end up in your membership. Um, now, would you do, would, would, would it make sense to have a module on all eight of those signs? A module for uh, each eight, each one? Actually, my modules are going to deal with each of those weight loss blockers. Okay. But the modules are a little bit different because um, like module one, for example, would would be like kick your cravings to the curb, something like that. Really getting rid of the food cravings. I love the, the triple alliteration there. Kick your craving to the curb. Yeah, nice. um, because that because when I deal with the food cravings, which I can do with I can deal with those pretty easily. I have a lot of success with that. I, I want them to experience success right away. Yes. And that's huge. Like I personally, I had a Coca-Cola addiction for most of my adult life. And I was able with these techniques to 
get rid of that addiction. And it, and it still amazes me to this day. I have no cravings whatsoever about Coca-Cola when I used to drink like two, two liter bottles a day. I totally understand. Um, I, I, when I, when I developed AFib about three years ago, um, I had to quit all caffeine, mm. you know, and, and soda wasn't difficult because I'd quit soda so many times in my life, you know, and picked it back up again. The hard part was quitting Chick-fil-A sweet iced tea. That was tough. Um, but I, I, I totally, their craving food. Another what? <laughs> Everyone has their craving food. Yes. Yes. And I'm very, I, I very much like it that I can walk into a Chick-fil-A now and see and smell the sweet tea and go, no, it's not for me. Mm, that's um, great. And part of that is I could drink it, right? I could still drink it. I die, but I could still drink it, you know? So the other option is don't drink it and live. I'm like, okay, pretty cool choice. Um, so one of the things you could do once you've ID'd the modules for this course mm -hmm. is you could have a series of mini courses, okay? And all of these are driving people because what I what I like to teach is all roads lead to this, okay? Mm -hmm. All all roads lead to you know recurring income, which is awesome. Um, the mini book would do that. The mini courses, um, if you wanted to, you could do the difference between a mini course and a and a well. I mean, I'm going to call it a master class. No, I'm going to leave it a mini class because. Masterclass is overused. The difference between a mini course and a mini class is a course is going to be like two to three modules. Okay. A mini course, a class is like a one shot deal, two to three hours on one thing. So, you know, these, just these three blocks could do all this, but you've got eight other things that are signs. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious, what's one of them that you look for? One of the eight signs. Um, your feelings are in the food. That's one of the blockers. And that refers to your food cravings. Yeah. Because you crave a certain food because usually there is a memory. You know, my grandma used to feed me these, you know, particular chocolate chip cookies. And so every time you're feeling um, worried, anxious, whatever it is, you're going to want to reach for grandma's comfort. I love it. Now love in the cookie. But I know how to get you to release your feelings from the food. I love it. Live to eat versus eat to live, right? Um, I remember early on in grad school, um, had my own apartment, was away from home for the first time. And I found myself over and over again with whatever I was eating, cooking a whole package of those big wide egg noodles. Mm -hmm. And usually I put it with a, with a, like a cheap steak we'd get from Orlando or whatever, but other stuff I'm like, what in the heck? And then it hit me because I didn't grow up in a well-to-do family. I mean, we was barely, barely middle-class. Um, uh, and at dinner, my mom would serve a package of noodles, right? Uh -huh. Well, you had to fight among four people to get it. And I love those noodles, you know, yeah. and boy, at least once I was on my own, it's like, come here, come here. Um, I think there's a package in the kitchen too. All right. So let's wrap this up. 
we've got a whole empire here based on what you do. And, and part of what excites me is how cool it's going to be for you. The other part that excites me is you're going to help a lot. You already are helping a lot of people, but yeah. you're going to make a lot of difference in more lives with all this. I mean, wow. Oh, yeah. It makes a huge difference when food can just be food and not something that you're constantly using to comfort yourself, you know, something you go to every time you're feeling lonely or, or worried or upset. Wow. Did y'all catch that? It's great when food can just be food. What a concept. I love it. I love it. Elisa, great job. This has been one of my favorite shows. Any, any final questions? Um, no, this has been great. Thank you so much for having me on. Pleasure. Thank you for being a great guest. Yeah. And I might be interested in having, talking to you later about, um, you know, kind of handling more for me so that I can really get this off the ground. Okay. Okay, Yeah. We can talk about that. We can talk about that. I'll also want to get your contact info um, because I can think of people that I want you to see that I want to, I want them to see you already. um, Because I run into this all the time. All right. Thanks for being a great guest, Elisa. Y'all, thanks for being a great audience, whether you're here on the replay or you listen to us live. We'll catch you next time. And if you want to be sitting someday in Elisa's seat, not in her home, but metaphorically in her seat as a guest here, the link you want to go to is thecontentprofitshow.com forward slash guest. How creative is that? Thecontentprofitshow.com forward slash guest. Until then, folks, go use this stuff and we'll catch you next time.